Hello and welcome to episode three of the Second to Some podcast with me, Leon Hargreaves, where this week I'm ill. Uh, so you might hear me being a little bit more nasally and deeper than usual uh, because I have just an absolute steaming cold, like 20% lung capacity, really itchy eyes all the time, uh, tiredness, like just, I have the whole shebang of of a cold, which is something that we're not really used to, right? You know, we've been in this pandemic for probably 21, 22 months now, and we've just not been getting ill. So, uh, although <clears throat> Boris has uh, recently uh, said that there's going to be kind of not more restrictions as such, but wearing a mask, I mean, that was going to be my plan anyway, having this cold. Uh, generally just not going out, being a bit more careful. Because I don't want to pass it on to anybody else, right? I think if we if we take one thing away from this from this pandemic is that actually why we still just pass colds on to everybody, like it means absolutely nothing. It's just madness, isn't it? I mean some Asian countries they do wear face masks when they get a little bit ill, right? And that was from years before the pandemic. And we should do that too, right? I just think got a bit of a cold there's no point in passing it on work from home if you can just you know just be a bit more careful because nobody likes feeling like this i woke up this morning being absolutely dreadful um and this is why it's kind of suddenly just come on uh i was feeling a little bit rough last night but there was no no kind of really signs real signs that it was going to be like this so uh, last night i went to a uh, a very early Christmas party um, with the people I play poker with, uh, where we did kind of dancing and karaoke, and um, Jim just had a good time. So I wasn't feeling that great, so I didn't actually drink that much, which I think actually helped me probably get through the night and actually feel a bit better this morning, although I am a big believer in kill or cure in terms of drinking a, a hot toddy if one is available. That's, that's not a bad idea, is it? Maybe I'm going to get one of those. Um before I go to bed, <laughs> because that definitely makes you feel better, right? What what could be better than just honey, lemon, and alcohol in a mug, right? Brandy specifically is good at this, although you can do it with dark rum. Um, it is really good. And actually, last year, I think I made like a... Um, a hot buttered rum drink, which, okay, just have to hear me out on this one. So what you basically do, you take kind of room temperature butter and in it you would stir in things like nutmeg and some cinnamon. Let me see if I can actually just find the recipe actually. But but you, you mix all these kind of spices into um, into the butter and then you kind of take a good spoonful of butter, put it in a mug and then add hot water, and then add rum, basically, and then mix it all up, and it is fantastic. I mean, I had a, a bowl full of this butter. I think I turned a whole a whole block of butter into this, uh, into this hot buttered rum um, kind of mixture, and then I basically just, like, lived off that, right? So, where is it? I can't remember where I saw it. I think I saw it on Food Wishes. Um, let's see if I can find if I can find that. Well, here we go. Chef John's hot buttered rum. So uh, you take unsalted butter, 
dark sugar, vanilla extract, cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, cardamom, cloves, and a little bit of salt. And then, yeah, basically you just put... I mean, you could put cream in there, but you basically take a good tablespoon of that of that butter mixture. Cover with boiling water and then add rum. And it is f- amazing, right? Search hot buttered rum on your favourite search engine and I really just encourage you to give that a go. Whether or not you're ill, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter. If you're ill, it'll make you feel better. If you're not ill, it'll make you feel better, right? Um, so yeah, fully believe in the kill or cure, which is why I tend to kind of just, you know, have a glass or so of of something on the rocks um, when I do get ill. It makes me feel better and actually helps me sleep. I know that, you know, you, you definitely should not be drinking alcohol before bed um, because that certainly is definitely not healthy for you. But I think it's fine, right? When you're ill, you, should, you get a pass for these things. Um, anything you can do to make, you, make yourself feel better is fine, you know, whether that's putting your head over a bowl of steam and covering yourself with a towel like my parents used to do and then you just kind of end up with a kind of a snot soup <laughs> to put it politely in the bowl uh, quite disgusting whether that is overdosing on Lemsip whether that is, you know, just kill or curing with with hot buttered rum or a hot toddy or a pint or whatever you want to drink. Just find like wine doesn't really help. Uh, wine definitely doesn't help. Spirits do. Um, I'm not sure a pint does. I've never I've never tried that, but I mean I'm 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 sure it's fine, right? I mean I'm sure wine's fine. I don't know, it just it hasn't found it works for me. But what you should do when you're ill is stay away from dairy. Right? Humans are not designed to drink and eat dairy products. That doesn't include eggs. Like animal milk, we are not designed. And that's not me saying I don't I don't use animal milk, you know. I have milk in tea, put milk in if I occasionally have porridge or whatever you put milk in. Butter, a good example of a dairy product, right? But we're not designed to have kind of, you know, dairy products. So while I think probably, yeah, you know, mixing that with rum is fine, but I stay away from like I, I don't have milk in my tea when I get when I get ill because it just makes me feels like just goes straight to my sinuses makes me a lot more phlegmy that's a horrible kind of thing to describe right but yeah do not have loads of dairy products when you're ill is my number one tip for being ill actually no that's number two first is drinking that's that's basically the first tip so that, those are my tips for being ill <clears throat> I'm gonna try and edit some of these coughing and splutterings out but. Oh, no, to be fair, I didn't really edit the last one. I kind of put the music at the start and put the music at the end and then put it out. Um, how good is that music, by the way? I mean, I keep saying I'm never going to play it, but um, this, you know, the outro. I mean, this is the, uh, this is where it's kind of faded. So it's just so good. I keep listening to this just over and over and over. And I'm actually thinking of just kind of making the outro, the intro as well. So we'll see. Um, I'm much better at learning the levels on this Zoom pod track now. Um, but I'm going to turn this down because it just kind of cut out and that's annoying. So, yeah, m- much better with this now and I just I just love it. Like, I was listening to the full track. Um, it is royalty-free music, um, so thank- thankful to people who put that out there. Uh, and I just really enjoyed, really, really enjoyed listening to that every time. And I do listen to the podcast before I put it out, you know, to 
go in and basically make sure all the levels are right because that's really hard. I make sure that I, I, I have, I'm like, right, I'm going to put it on my phone and I'm going to put the volume at half and then I'm going to see, okay, does this, is this the right level? And that's what I think some other podcasts really don't do well. Uh, I go from one to another. The spectator is really bad for this, actually. Um, it's because they just have microphones far away from each other. But you play the spectator and then you play another podcast. And like the level you have to put the spectator volume at is really high just to hear people. You go on to the next one and they're shouting into the microphones. Um, sorry if you're listening to that on headphones. Huh? Um, that's not going to be edited out, so... You're just going to have to deal with that. Yeah, so getting getting a hold of the levels. Um, I have ordered um, another microphone and a proper microphone stand to kind of replace the one I'm using now, which is not meant for this microphone, that hopefully I'm going to be able to kind of tab onto the end of a, a table. So I've got a couple of those coming um, for when I do have someone else on the podcast. And I have... You've got to do this thing, right? So I ordered this microphone on Amazon. And it was, it doesn't matter how much it was, but, you know, it was, it was X amount. And then Black Friday sale comes around or the day before Black Friday or the day after Black Friday or what, whatever, you see that actually the price has changed and it's now half of what it was on Amazon. I mean, Amazon is, you know, killing all high street stores, but I still buy everything from there, uh, as I suspect most people do. But I went online and I was going to go buy another microphone and another cable, and I saw that the microphone had dramatically reduced in price by like half. So what you do, this is another good tip, you order another microphone, and then you send the old, these, and then you, you do a return on the old one, but actually send the new one back. So they give you that X amount back, and then you get two microphones for, the, for that half price, right? You kind of get what I mean? Um, when something goes on sale, you return the old item, which has absolutely nothing wrong with it, and then you get another one, or you just return the one that you've bought using that old receipt, right? Because it's the same thing, and they'll never know, unless, of course, there's some writing on the label. But Amazon don't know. They must know this go on. But they still allow you to do it, because they've got no way of policing it, I suppose. So that's what I've done. I bought some more gear, um, and still the responses are coming back in, uh, really, really nicely um, from all my friends uh, who are listening to this. Uh, you know who you all are, well, because you're listening to this, um, I suspect. Um, but yeah, really, really good response. Um, even some of the people who don't know me, like personally on on Twitter and Instagram, a few people reached out to me and said, "Hey, look, you know, enjoy listening to it. Looking forward to seeing what you're doing next, um, and suggesting some more kind of." Um, topics and, and things which I'm going to hold off for now um, I've got kind of plenty that I want to talk about um, but of course I will get to them right? and I'll kind of want to think talk things that I can talk about for you know more than two minutes uh, I was talking to my brother earlier um, today and uh, he said oh you know I want to talk about a favourite thing that I've done this week and I'm like okay but you don't really do much so how long is that going to take? He's like, well, I can tell you lots of things. Like, yeah, but for the past weeks, right? Um, so you've got to have kind of subjects you can talk about. Uh, I mean, I've managed to talk for 12 minutes thus far. Um, so it can't be that difficult, right? But I think, uh, Christian, what did he say he wants to talk about? 
just, oh, I can't hear it. But, you know, it, I mean, it was no more rubbish than what I intended to talk about. So, you know, again, that probably will happen, right? Um, so, yeah, we'll just have to kind of see where we go. I, I, I have, you know, I've got a few things I want to kind of go with, but um, <clears throat> not in any particular order. Sorry for, again, coughing into the into the microphone. Um, not in any particular order. I'm just kind of happy doing what I'm doing at the moment. Um, and there's a few things that I want to add in. I certainly want to do a recommended thing at the end of the, the podcast, um, stealing it from another podcast that I listen to. So at the end of every uh, podcast, just talking about something that I recommend. And that could be anything. That could be uh, a recipe. It could be a phone app. It could be an item of clothing. It could be something that I've done or seen recently, a book I've read, a magazine I've done, a podcast I've listened to. Um, you know, of course, I would recommend you listen to my podcast all the time, but, you know, I can't keep recommending myself. So so that's what I'm going to do. <clears throat> I'm going to do a, a recommended at the end, and that will be even if someone else is on, right? So Bob Jones from down the road comes on to my podcast. I don't know Bob Jones. But assuming I did, and assuming he did come onto the podcast to talk about, I don't know, his amazing life as a, uh, I don't know, a carpet, uh, a carpet cleaner. I was looking at my carpet and thinking how it needs to be cleaned. Uh, or, you know, a soup taster. Or, I don't know, a colour artist. Or, you know, a talker of things, right? It <clears throat> doesn't matter what he does. The point is, is that Bob Jones is also going to be, be giving a recommendation, right? Um, and that's not something I'm going to say to everybody. I mean, I mean, I'm assuming that if somebody who's listening to the podcast comes on, they're going to know. But I am going to put them on the spot. And as I said, it doesn't have to be something that they've done recently. It could be something they've done before. But it has to be a thing, right? It's just wiping my nose. Um, it has to be a thing that another person who listens to this can go out and do. So you'll, you'll hear my recommended at the end of this, uh, however this long goes on. Um, I have kind of decided that I want these to kind of last around half an hour. Although... I think, you know, for the first few, we can just kind of work out kind of what we're doing um, and just kind of see where we go, you know. Um, I don't have any sponsors. I'm not interested in sponsors at the moment, um, although somebody did ask me about that earlier today. Um, you know, what are you doing? Are you going to make money off of it? And I said, no, I do this for fun. And I have found this really, really enjoyable to do. And the whole process of setting things up, um, you know, looking at YouTube videos about how to um, other video platforms available uh looking at, at youtube videos of how to set these things up um setting up my headphones correctly you know making sure that there's enough juice in the bloody pod track thing i'm using making sure that i've got notes written kind of before i mean again this one is kind of light um in terms of uh, what i've written down uh, but i think it's fine you know we've done we've done okay so far um and setting up all my presets when I'm when I'm putting this into Adobe Audition and then putting that out and making sure that, you know, the descriptions all kind of roughly follow the same cadence on Anchor. Um, it is, and I, I keep calling it this, and I think I said it in the previous one, and I hate this. Right. It's a journey, and it is a journey in terms of of making these things. And actually, just looking at the um, analytics of uh, of the podcasts on Anchor that I've thus far put out, 
Um, so the introduction episode came out three days ago. When did I put that out? Was that Wednesday that I put that out? I think it was. And then uh, episode two came out on Friday. Um, and it tells you, it tells you how many listens you get every day. tells you where they're from. tells you how they listen, right? So I know that um, about 52% of you are listening um, via Apple Podcasts and 44% on Spotify and 4% on Anchor. I mean, it's amazing. I'd see like the rough kind of age demographics. I mean, I have a, you know, a, a, a vastly male audience, apparently, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I had 10 plays on the 26th of November, which was yesterday as I record this. Um, yeah, it's amazing what you can see. You know, 27 total plays, 14 estimated audience. It's just interesting. I'm like, do I know 14 people? Um, <laughs> of course I know 14 people, but, you know, probably about five or six have actually reached out to me. And again, it's all been really positive. Um, like, you know, I am always looking to improve, but, you know, keep keep that feedback coming, please, because it is really, really nice to hear that, you know, me putting a little bit of effort into this, uh, is actually kind of, you know, reaping rewards in terms of my enjoyment um, because it is it is really, really good fun. Um, you know, setting up all the Linktree stuff and changing my social media and designing a, uh, a an album cover that I was kind of happy with and then changing that when I kind of stopped being happy with it, but I was pretty, you know, roughly happy with it anyway. Um, yeah, you know, it's... It's 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 really good. So, yeah, pretty happy with it. So last night was what I wanted to talk about, where I went to uh, the early Christmas party. That was my kind of main topic for today. We're we're a little bit in. We got we got plenty of time, and uh, uh, had a bit of music. You know, had a few drinks, and then and then the karaoke came out. And my friends Nick and Alex, who I play poker with, they've they in a previous life. I mean, supposedly retired, but now out of retirement, uh, had like a, a, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Is it like a DJing business? It's kind of like a DJing stuff, but you know, they, they did parties and weddings and, you know, I'm sure other events were available. Um, supermarket openings, maybe, um, you know, house moving day. I'm sure they could play music for that, but they came, but they, they have a really good setup and, um, one of the things they do is karaoke, which I think everyone does, right? Oh, no, I don't really do that. And then you get drunk and then uh, you suddenly start doing songs. And that was the first time I did it. And I said, look, I really don't do karaoke. And then, you know, an hour later, I was a significantly more inebriated than I was when I when I initially committed not to do it. And then you end up doing it. Um, and there's a funny story about that, actually. So um, we were... I can't remember what the event was. I think it was a birthday. But we were around someone's house with a bit of a portable kind of karaoke kit. And the last... and I think the song that I ended up doing was a Robbie Williams song. Now, I can't remember which song it was. But, you know, it was probably Angels, right? That's the one everyone wants to do. Um, and I thought that was great. You know, really enjoyed it. Um, quite drunk, I think. All my friends were as well. Probably a video or so was taken of it that's never been released. Um, but yeah, so we did that. Now, the next night, 
I had tickets to go and see um, Michael McIntyre's, is it like Big Show or something? It, it's the kind of thing, he had like four that he does every year, and it's normally released around Christmas. Um, uh, and at that event was Robbie Williams. It was at the Palladium. You know, Michael does his thing about the te- you know the sending text to random people and see a reply and what have you. I think it was Bear Grylls who was on my one. It might have been. I can't quite remember. Uh, and then Robbie Williams came and did a few songs from his new album. Really, really good. And then they said, so has anyone done any Robbie Williams karaoke recently? And you know when, I mean, the best way to, to, to kind of describe this is when your arse clenches and you think, shit, what is, what is happening here? And it turned out that uh, a number of audience members, their partners had take, kind of taken them to London and you go to a karaoke bar, unknowing to these specific audience members, right? But, but you know, they get conned into going here. They give you drinks. A lot of it's paid for. You know, their partners think it's been paid for by them. Um, stay overnight. Go see Michael McIntyre the next day. Great. You know, really good stuff. But they had filmed secretly these karaoke uh, songs that these people had sang. And then these people got invited on to the stage of the Palladium with Michael McIntyre and Robbie Williams. And then they had to kind of follow on from where their song finished. As in, they cut it in a random place. Robbie Williams started singing it. Uh, and then they sang it as well. And it was all really good fun. You know, clearly racing. You've got, you got to be quite sporting to go up there and do that. It was all good. Now, after the first one, I turned to my partner at the time and I said, what is going on? I said, have you set me up? Because there were two seats next to us. And we, we weren't that close to the to the end of the rows. But I thought, shit, am I going to have to go on stage and sing fucking Robbie Williams? It's the second F word on this program. Uh, to to the Palladium. And anyway, it went when, when the next one came, it was quite clear that I had not been set up. Um because it was all in the same place, in the same bar, in the same karaoke bar on the same night. So, uh, you know, and then I became slightly, you know, less anxious after that. But I still was like, yeah, something in the middle of your mind. And then you see Michael McIntyre walking kind of up the row. And we were kind of sitting on the bottom row, on the bottom floor. And if you were, if you were standing on the stage looking out into the audience, we would have kind of been about three quarters of the way back in the middle on the left. And there were a couple of seats. For me, and I thought, Christ, are you going to come sit next to me? Um, and that's making a big deal of yourself, right? But that's the kind of thing that happens when you think you've been set up. Um, so yeah, it turns out I hadn't been set up. I just really like singing Robbie Williams karaoke. Although I haven't redone that. Um, not Robbie Williams. Um, I just think the fear of uh, redoing that and then possibly being set up again was just a bit too much. So so I haven't sang any Robbie Williams recently. But the things I do sing, right, quite quite happily, and I don't have to be inebriated to, to, to do this, I will sing 
There's a couple of songs by Squeeze that I really like. Uh, Up the Junction being one of them. And then Call for Cats, that's another really good one. Um, I mean, there's more stories about why I like this old kind of music, um, which I'll totally tell on the next one, actually. We can tell some kind of childhood stories. Um, Maybe I can get my brother on for that. That would be good, wouldn't it? Uh, Childhood Stories with Leon and Christian. Um, I also do uh, Ebenezer Good by The Shaman, another song that I really, really like and that, you know, I'm not, you know, not one to blow my own trumpet, but I can do that really well. Um, And then the last one that I do is, brace yourself, is The Real Slim Shady by Eminem. Uh, And I first did that, I think I went on holiday with my mum to uh, Tenerife. So she's got some family out there. And there's always like an Irish bar or karaoke bar in these places, right? So we went to this bar. There was some like probably people in their late teens or early 20s. I was a couple years older than them. They're in their own group. They did some karaoke and I thought, oh, I can go on and do this. Like, what can I do? And then you do this thing where you're kind of, oh, I'm going to sing karaoke, but I'm not sure. So you start scrolling through like the albums that you've got on your phone. Which for someone like me, who's got quite a broad music taste, it's not easy to do. Because um, you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to go scroll down. And you click on the album and you go, oh, I could do that one, but I don't really know it. But I kind of do, but the words will be there. And you go up to the next one, you know, oh, could I do Dakota by Stereophonics? That's a good song to do karaoke. It's pretty easy. Uh, and then you go, oh, I could do this one, but nobody knows that song because it's quite a niche artist. You know, or I could do a newer song by that person when it was maybe a bit of a, they had a bit of a one-hit wonder, but, you know, they don't know that, and then you go, oh, I could do this, but then they don't have it, you know. So you do that. And I remember going and I'm thinking, oh, I could do Eminem. Big Eminem fan. Um, probably about 90% of what I used to be as a fan. Uh, you know, I used to get merch and stuff, don't do that so much anymore. But yeah, I can, what, what Eminem song could I do? Like, it can't be something that's really obscene, because there are some proper obscene Eminem songs right um what could I do so I kind of was like okay I'm gonna do the real Slim Shady because that's fun um people know it right or at least you know the chorus and you can kind of do it and having that break (laughs) for the chorus when you're busy singing the rest of the verses is actually really good um so uh that's what I went and did and I got a massive round of applause because I just knew it so well um, and I did really well, and it was actually good fun. I think my mum took a video of it, which is somewhere on the internet. Um, and that went really well. So anyway, fast forward, you know, I've done it a couple of times at karaoke. And then the story from last night. So I'd already done three songs. I'd done... Uh, no, I'd done two songs up to that point. I'd done um, Call for Cats by Squeeze, um, which is good. I then did Paradise by the Dashboard Light, by Meatloaf uh, with my friend Tracy, um, which I a little bit butchered because I don't fully know the cadence of the words for the first couple of verses, but, you know, you kind of get into it. It's, it and then you, you know the end bit, right? Listen to the song. Um, it's good. And then uh, Tracy... So, and then so I'd, I'd put a song request in to another one, which was Up the Junction by Squeeze, another really good song. Um, but... Uh, Nick, who was one of the DJs, over the microphone said, uh, right, Leon and Katie, please come to the to the stage. You've got a song on. I'm like, okay, right. 
And I mean, the stage is like just a bit of an empty bit, you know, in front of the set, right? So went in and I, and I looked at Nick. I said, what, what's this? Because this is not what I requested. But I immediately knew because there's a part in the real Slim Shady song where um, it's, I think it's the second verse and it goes something along the lines of this, right? Will Smith don't got a cuss in his raps to sell records? Well, I do. So fuck him and fuck you too. And one of my other friends, Katie, uh, she will always do that bit with me. She will go and fuck you too. That's the fourth one I've used in this program. I'm going to keep track of them. That'd be good, wouldn't it? How many F words I've used. Um, and that's the only bit she, she gives to the song. Uh, it's all a bit of an in-joke. You know, she does it, gives the mic back. It's all good. So I knew, I'm like, this is what it is, right? Um, and as soon as that song came on, Okay, I'm like, because you, you, you need to be on it. There's not really too much of an intro. You need to be on it, and then it goes straight into the verse, right? May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? Where is some please? It goes straight, and it goes into the verse, and you have to know it. The words are on the screen, but if you don't know the cadence, you're you, you're done, right? Just like any song at karaoke. Uh, so it was all going well, you know. Um, Katie did her thing, you know. We're not got our cousins up, so I do. We need to... Yeah, well, I don't know about a Grammy, no, 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 let alone stand me, but that thing, right? So just before the third verse started, you know, like on a, well, okay, it was kind of towards the end of the second verse, you know, TVs automatically turn off, right? And it gives you, right, right, this TV is going to turn off in one minute because it's already been on for four hours. And if you don't press anything, it's going to turn off. So I saw that on the TV and I turned around to look at Nick. I said, oh, you know, something on the TV. So he walked up to it with a remote took him about 30 seconds to find the remote and he was clicking it and it wasn't working and it was counting down and just before the fir- the third verse started um the uh the tv turned off <clears throat> and nick looked at me and i went i'll be fine and i did the whole of the third verse without any sort of help from the tv which was actually really good um, and again blow my own trumpet but i nailed that song right um it's not too difficult, right? If you know the words and you know the cadence, you're fine. Again, go listen to The Real Slim Shady by Eminem. Uh, the Leon Hargreaves version, not available online. Um, but the Eminem version is fine, right? You, you, you'll get the idea. Uh, so he did that. TV came back on right at the end, gave the mic back to Nick, and I'm like, well, that's it, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I was so pleased with myself. Um because doing that in front of a crowd, I mean, singing in front of a crowd is, is really difficult, even if you're not that good. But rapping, you're, there's an expectation, I think, because you're not always oh, doing a rap. Like, you have to know the words. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing a song that you kind of know, right? You can't just rap a song you kind of know. It doesn't really work like that with that kind of music because it's not as easy to get the cadence. And if you lose it, you lose it. And I remember being quite drunk with my parents in an, in another bar in Tenerife doing that song and losing the cadence because the music wasn't loud enough. The crap, the, the, the bar was too loud and it was just, I couldn't, and I gave them up from the back and I was, I was done. I think I had a bit too much rum by that point. Um, anyway, last night, yeah, it was really good. Um, and I got like, you know, I got, I got a really good response from some of the younger people in there and I let everyone do the chorus because, you know, that's the easiest bit. And, and by that point, I could starting, I was starting to feel my lung capacity just shrinking by the minute. 
um, mainly because I'd been singing pretty much every song everyone had been do- had been doing, you know, standing in the crowd, but also because I think my illness was coming on. Um, see my illness. I've got a cold. It's not like a long term thing, right? But um, yeah. So the moral of the story is, I just love karaoke. I love watching other people do it. Uh, I love doing it myself. I love getting involved. I love picking songs. You tend to do the same songs. You know, you've got a bit of a repertoire, right? People who say they can't sing are liars. They just haven't found the song that they can sing. And there's always something. You know, some some of the easier ones um, that you can do that other people will kind of help you out on, right? There's always some of the Oasis songs. Sweet Caroline is always a good one. Everyone knows that. Um some of the David Bowie ones are quite easy to do um, because a lot of it's not really necessarily singing and you can just kind of, as long as you kind of keep your voice kind of stable, it's fine. Um, Human by The Killers is always a good song. Everyone always joins in with that. Um, True by Spandu Ballet and Gold equally as well. Um, as I mentioned, Dakota by Stereophonics, that's a really good song to do. All good stuff, but you just have to find the song that that you like, right? And I'm going to do some audience interaction now. I want you to tweet me or send me a message on Instagram of the song that you would sing on karaoke, right? And don't make it, oh, you know, I'd like to sing that song. No, tell me what you think you could do, right? I'm not asking you to send me a recording. That'd be fun though, wouldn't it? But just what song would you do at karaoke? Because everyone has one, at least one. And if you don't have one, you need to think of it. So um, that's how we're going to end today. Um, Tweet me or send me on Instagram the song that you would sing on karaoke. um, Because it's good fun. All right. So do that. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, This has been episode three of the uh, Second to Some podcast. Um, Sorry that I'm ill. I am intending to be better um, over the course of the next few days. Uh, This will be coming out on Tuesday. I'm recording it on uh, Saturday night. um, Just allows me to make sure it's in and sorted. Um, You can follow me on Twitter at Leon underscore Hargreaves. Um, Join the conversation. Hashtag second to some on Twitter as well and on Instagram. That's just good fun. I think there's been one tweet, which was me. Well done, me. Uh, All other links can be found in the description of this this podcast. Um, And once again, thanks for listening. Postscript. Yes. You thought I'd forgotten about it, hadn't you? I didn't do my recommended for this week. Uh, So recording this about two minutes after I started editing this. uh, Still ill, unfortunately. Um, You might hear the hum of my computer in the background. You shouldn't do. Uh, We'll try not to do that. Um, Recommended for this week, or for this show, rather, uh, is just that hot butter drum recipe, right? We're coming up to... A cold period now, there's a storm blowing this weekend and probably into next week. So um, find, in fact, I'll include a link to that hot buttered rum recipe that I used. Um, and go and try that out and let me know what you think, right? So that's it. Recommended for this week, hot buttered rum. Uh, and now the outro, I guess. Bye. Bye.